0: welcome back to his and hers movie podcast this is episode number 71 featuring a review of the newly released horror comedy called studio 666 this is a weird one we'll get into that in a minute but first of all i am your host jp and joining me today as always for another episode is carly we're both out of southwestern Pennsylvania, and we are glad to be here, glad to be back. And uh, we've we've watched some moves in the theater. Two moves, in fact. Watch the move. I do watch the move.
1: No, you don't. You do not. You stare at me during the move.
0: Sometimes. Yes. And sometimes yes, I, you tell me to watch the move.
1: Yeah, and you don't listen until, like... 10 tries of trying to get you to the sand.
0: you twist my head over and say watch the move
1: yes i will snap your neck one day one day your neck will snap and yeah. then i will be at peace
0: yeah a piece of crap <laughs> oh um so yeah we're back again um not much has happened in this past week uh just been working i re- recorded a episode with 22 shots on pregnancy horror which was pretty fun we did baby blood and also uh demon seed which is a 1978 71 i forget 70 something movie but uh yeah it's a pretty interesting little flick uh baby blood is a fun one we've actually reviewed that on net or i don't know if we both did but i definitely talked about it on netflix and chill back in the day um we both did yeah so what's up with you
1: uh chicken stew um what is up with me not much i work a lot too um i recorded with slumber party massacre last weekend and uh so we recorded that and that shall be out eventually but uh other than that still not watching a ton of moves i've been trying to watch a little bit more moves but i've just i'm just so tired at night that i fall right right to nizzle so it's kind of Kind of hard, but, um, yeah, that's pretty much my life. I, I am a G.
0: Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. I mean, it, it is your birthday coming up, which is cool. You are born on Saint Patrick's Day. Yes, six days. Uh, from- yeah, I gave you a little gift.
1: Yes, you gave me an elephant keychain because I love elephants. You gave me a Breakfast Club puzzle, as I like Breakfast Club and puzzling. Hmm. You gave me a backpack that is going out of print, as you put it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's the Nightmare on Elm Street Loungefly backpack, and it's pretty cool. It's, it's a cool, cool material, and uh, obviously it's like red and green. And now I am up to ten of those backpacks that I fancy. Which, so if anyone only follows, you need two more. Yes, to make for every month of the year and I switch them out every month and that's that's been nice because I used to just keep purses until they fell apart and then they would like you know be disgusting and have all these crumbs and stuff in them so when I switch it out it's like I'm cleaning out the old purse backpack and starting over fresh every month so that's fun but yes and you got me this super neato hoodie that is Scream and it's got Drew Barrymore on the front and then it has the Scream poster on the back and it's like a green tint to it so it's really cool I Did you actually, try it on? No I did not yet.
0: Come I on yet. buddy
1: I don't have time!
0: Yes you do! Don't
1: start getting smart. I don't have any time Like I, I will need do to it. know
0: if it fits
1: I will do it after this pod! Okay?
0: Yeah but I just I'm getting anxiety over it
1: it's been one day like dude like it doesn't it's so if it doesn't fit today like you still wouldn't be able to return it tomorrow so but okay either way i don't even want to return it because you said it was the only one there
0: try it on right now
1: right now it's in my bedroom
0: go get it and try it on
1: what are you gonna do? live
0: on the pod i'll take over the pod like i normally do
1: okay go the go go ahead take over the pod
0: Taking over yet. the pod i'm taking over the pod i'm taking over the pod i don't really have anything to say right now right now um so yeah uh, uh this is weird being by yourself is, is quite quite intense um i think i'm having an anxiety attack um um um, um uh uh so uh this this um we do this pod and we do it it's a here and there pod um
1: what are you talking <laughs> about right now it sounds like you're talking about nothing what is like what did you say in that like i said
0: minute? um and uh a lot and i was like oh. having anxiety attack
1: I remember you and I used to fight because you would be like, "Oh no, my my dog ate my homework." Hold on, and then I would just go quiet because I thought we stopped recording while you got the homework. Okay, did dog. you get the hoodie? Yes, but I'm just saying you used okay, to. Okay, try it on. Fight with me. That was when we did Netflix and Toxic. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I All need right. to take my. Try this gotta, hoodie on. I
0: gotta um, take off my. I was my... a little bit nervous because Shut it was small and normally you wear what is size fat as fuck size what was it hello hello are you there hello hello
1: i was i well you kept interrupting me dude and i was trying to say i had to take my headphones off put the
0: hoodie on oh well i said that normally you wear i i I got a small and normally you wear fat as fuck size and you didn't hear (laughs) my you didn't hear my joke so Uh, i wanted to make sure you heard it but what size do you normally wear extra large medium oh (laughs) medium um so i was nervous because like i got a small because it was the only one there um but i really like the design of it so i was like "Ah, i don't know if this is gonna fit so what's the verdict
1: it fits it fits However, yes. I am. I, it makes me worried about washing it because I'm. What if it shrinks in the wash?
0: Isn't there a way to not get it to shrink?
1: Um, you have to be good at doing laundry, which I am not. I throw everything in I the. I think you bin. have to
0: air dry it, maybe.
1: Um. Yeah, that might be the issue. Hold on, let me stand up. Right. Yes. Yes, it does. It does indeed fit. It's just, um. Not, like, super baggy or anything like that. So. Which means I've gotten fat. (laughs) But, yes, I'm wearing it now. It is my hoodie. And, yes, maybe I just won't wash it and it will smell bad and that will be my legacy.
0: All right. Um, I'm happy that it fits. Uh, So, yeah. um, What else? So, we went and seen the Batman yesterday.
1: We did, yes, we did that. It was Thursday night, and we went to a 7:30 showing. And, and Jeremy freaking, told us there
0: was no previews, so to there be there on time.
1: There was more previews to that movie than I think any movie I've ever seen in the theater.
0: Like yeah, literally, it was I think ridiculous. There was it's it didn't start until like 8:05.
1: Yeah, it, like a whole thirty half an hour and plus of preview. So f off jeremy and anyone else that did apparently didn't get previews
0: yeah so it was literally um a three almost a three hour movie and you were quite miserable yes now you don't do you like batman movies
1: um no (laughs) <laughs> i mean i like Air. i like i don't like i appreciate i've seen the christian bell ones and i appreciate them i think they're good movies so i think they're very good movies but they're like i watch them all and i'm kind of like okay that's all i really need to see i probably won't watch you know watch it again in my lifetime though because they're all long and they're just not my type of movie really but they're good Um, I saw the Jack Nicholson, Michael Keaton one back when I was young and I remember enjoying it, but I don't, I can't tell you really anything about it besides Jack Nicholson was a joke hair, but, uh, I remember I liked it. It's just, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Um, I've seen that shitty Batman and Robin movie, um, with, was that like George Clooney or something? Mm -hmm. It's like, that one's weird, but, um, and that one I don't remember much of. I watched that one with like a group of friends, and they kind of were doing commentary over it the whole time. But and I think that might be. That's not it. Oh, I I watched that one. You Batman Returns.
0: Yeah, because we did the like movies we haven't seen thing.
1: Dude, I literally don't even remember it. <laughs> like I like I legit can't even think. Oh, is that the. Whole... I was like, when we were watching this movie, I kept, no, maybe not. I don't know. What's the movie where um, it's like, I think it's Catwoman and she goes inside and she's like, honey, I'm home. And she's like, oh, I forgot. I'm not married.
0: Is yeah, that that? that's that's Batman Returns.
1: Okay. Well, I was thinking about that last night. I was like, "What? which movie? I know that's like a Catwoman.
0: Right. Because the, the Batman Returns has the Penguin and Catwoman.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: And yeah. this one that we just watched has the Penguin and Catwoman. Oh, yes. Cool. So you've seen all the Batman movies, like, the, all the classic ones, except for um, Batman Forever. Yeah, I with, guess. With uh, the Riddler, Jim Carrey, and uh, Two-Face.
1: Yeah, I've never seen that one.
0: It's yeah. really not good. <laughs> yeah, I
1: guess I, literally, I guess I have seen pretty much all the Batman movies. I'm, I'm thinking there's, like, War to, like even more of
0: them like well there there's the there was a couple other ones from like recent time like batman versus superman and stuff i think there was was there another one too mm. um i can't remember uh but i haven't seen those ones and justice league um, yeah but, uh yeah the the original well there's actually one from the 60s as well um with, with uh, uh, adam west adam west yeah it was a tv show but they did a movie i think too yeah. Um and then there the original was um Tim Burton and it was the Joker, and then Batman Returns was the Penguin and Catwoman, and then it was Batman Forever, which was or was Batman Forever th- last? I can't remember. Ba- Batman Forever m- Yeah, Batman Forever was next, I think. It was Riddler and Two Face. And then the one that you watched, Batman and Robin was uh (laughs) mr freeze poison ivy bane is pretty bad
1: what's up like why is robin not even like a real thing like in batman like i feel like that's a character like it's always batman and robin like in cartoon like that that character is not actually used in moves
0: the reason is i think is because like batman like didn't have robin for a long time in the comics i think I think it was just batman and then like a lot of people don't like robin um so I, they they kind of did like a robin type thing at the end of the dark knight rises
1: yeah uh, i don't i can't remember
0: the one with bane
1: yeah i know the most i just i can't remember i've only seen it once
0: yeah they like they like hinted a robin type thing Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't mind the inclusion of Robin sometimes, but yeah, this one, the Batman, uh, play, uh, this time Robert Pattinson plays the, uh, caped crusader. Uh, for me, um, I've always loved, loved, loved Batman. He was my favorite superhero all the time. Spider-Man is a pretty close second these days, but, um, I like grew up loving Batman. If you ask my like parents, when i was a kid i was obsessed with batman it was like one of the first things i was really into
1: really should i call up your dad and ask him
0: shut up i'm sorry um i got i used to like every time my mom got money we would like she would buy me a batman like that was the thing i would go to the store and get a batman i had like tons of them and it was like it was like my favorite thing in the world um and eventually i like grew out of it but uh, I love the 90s animated series. I remember, actually, you know those books that you get when you're a kid where, like, there's a little, like, thing on the side that have, like, pictures and you press the button and it makes a sound?
1: Yeah, I had those.
0: Yeah, I had a Batman book that was, I believe it was it had the Riddler in it. But it, it was, like, I, I love that thing. I, I had that when I was, like, five and I just, I, got, I made people read it to me all the time. And i would push the buttons but yeah i i mean i grew out of that i was i i I didn't like when i got older i wasn't like really into it anymore but i i still have a soft spot for for old batman um this one was an interesting movie because it was um very dark it was like more of a dark type batman Mm -hmm. i think that like the director said that it's almost a horror film (laughs) Which I could see with like the Riddler. Like yeah. they really go for like a straight psychopath type thing. Like even more so than like Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah. They
1: did. It was like, like Jigsaw, like you said.
0: Yeah, it was, As- it reminded me of like Jigsaw or like really Jigsaw. But um, for, some, for some reason, I thought Zack Snyder, not Zack Snyder, I thought, um, Uh, Who did I say that I thought directed this movie?
1: Uh, The director of Seven?
0: Yeah, but I'm blanking on his name for some stupid reason. Uh, Fincher. David Fincher.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: It's not. I don't Uh. understand why I thought it was. Uh, Matt Reeves directed it. I guess because it just looked like that, I guess. It looked like Seven.
1: Did Matt Reeves direct anything that's notable?
0: Uh, Matt Reeves uh, directed... Well, I don't know, because IMDb won't load.
1: Well, buddy, maybe you should be prepared. Matt Reeves. Well, you're an idiot. What? You're like, and the cool thing about this is that yeah. this
0: dude directed He something... di- directed Future so- Shock from 1994. see. Which is um. a 94 move. Uh, he Play directed it. Cloverfield, Let Me In, um, and two of the Planet of the Apes m- movies...
1: I mean, that's kind of intriguing. Intriguing filmography.
0: Yeah. Future Shock, I think is like an anthology from 94. Dude. Um, but yeah. So so um yeah, he did direct the remake of Let the Right One In. Cloverfield, I love.
1: Yeah, so, I'm, a, I'm not crazy about Cloverfield.
0: Oh, dude, it's so good. I see. Um, okay, so, uh, yeah, the, the the Riddler is, like, very dark in this one. Um, he's, like, a serial killer. Like, legit. <laughs> and he's leaving, like, clues like Jigsaw would. You know, so it, it kind of reminds me of, like, the killer in 7, too, John Doe. Yeah. Um, so, I, I like that about it. Um, Catwoman was played by Zoe Kravitz, who I like her and uh the penguin was actually really good too but i felt like we didn't get much of him um but apparently he's supposed to play a bigger part in like the sequel so we'll see how that goes oh no (laughs) the movie was near three hours and i know that's like too long of a running time for you
1: yeah i just i don't know i can't do it I can't do long moves in the theater anymore. I just get anxiety. I start shaking. I already had anxiety like that week real bad this week, I guess. And I I just get really ants. Like I start getting claustrophobic. I mean, I feel better when we're in like reclining seat Johns, but like just movie theater seats are tiny. And then I have you like sitting there being annoying the whole time too. So it's like, it's just a lot on me, you know? And like, um, I just... And I, I, ha- I like, don't have attention span. It's, like, we were, I feel like we were 20 minutes into that movie, and I was, like, I I had zoned out, and I was, like, I don't even know what the story is. Now I gotta pay attention. So it's, I don't know. It was just hard. I mean, I think Robert Pattinson did a good job in his role. Um, He was very dark-natured, and I th- I like that he became... It's nice that he's become a respectable actor and got out of the Twilight phase, I think, because he was great in The Lighthouse as well. And yes, but uh, I did like the dark vibes to it. But then at the same time, I feel like because it was so long that like the bleak atmosphere, it had like this, you know, just kind of gray tone to it, the whole move and stuff. I think it just got to be a little too much. And I'm like, like I told you movies like goodfellas work for me because you're going through this entire giant story of this guy's life and it's just like one thing after another or this movie is i don't want you i don't know what to like not slow but just kind of slow i don't know it's just there's a lot of scenes (laughs) of batman just standing there being batman (laughs) i don't i think it's ridiculous like i kind of think this character is ridiculous i guess i'm used to spider-man where everyone kind of hates him where batman's just like standing with a bunch of cops looking like wearing a bat hat and it's well it's goofy to me the
0: original batman comics like he was a detective pretty much you know what i mean yeah so it kind of fits but that there's like the thing about batman is there's different iterations like if you look at nolan's um dark knight trilogy like by the end of the dark knight like everybody hates batman and and, and like he has yeah. to go into hiding pretty much and so like there are moments in his history where like he's not respected you know what i mean he's not considered like a help um so and i yeah, hate the, the
1: voice like why does robert really
0: pattinson can... or batman in general
1: batman and like Christian, like every batman does it. it's like oh
0: Batman. he's hiding his voice
1: yeah, but it's like, it's so annoying to listen to the whole, and he's not even hiding it! Whenever he's being Robert Pattinson, whatever, Bruce Wayne, he still sounds miserable like that. So I'm like, you're not hiding anything, I can tell that to you.
0: So you're a Batman hater, is what you're saying.
1: Yes! No, I just, I, it's just, I always thought the voice was, I feel like people were always like, yeah, Batman. And I'm Do like, you prefer,
0: what? freaking Superman?
1: Buddy, I don't think I've ever seen a Superman movie.
0: I haven't either. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't like Superman. I'm like, yeah, I'm... how does nobody know that that's Superman? All he did was take his glasses off.
1: Oh, yeah, he, yeah. Yeah, that is true. No, I prefer Spider-Man. is what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah, I mean, I love Spider-Man too. Spider-Man's great. Especially like the last one. The yeah. new trilogy. Yeah, um, I enjoyed that. Yeah, but it, it's like, uh, you know, like the thing with Batman is like, he doesn't have superpowers he's just like well off you know because he's a billionaire and he has all these gadgets and gizmos and stuff like that and that's what's cool about batman is he doesn't need superpowers he just uses the night and the darkness and like his martial arts and stuff
1: yeah but to me that's like unrealistic
0: it's 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 a superhero movie buddy
1: i know it's not but isn't the point of a superhero that you have superpowers too? Not like,
0: Batman because he goes against the grain.
1: Okay, well he's not a real superhero. He's just some dude that shows up with police, but he's wearing a bat mask and eyeliner. <laughs> so, he's trying to be like the crow at the beginning like I feel like
0: I did I was, get some crow vibes in there. Really? Yeah, at the yeah. begin
1: like at the start, I was like the music was like but real Maybe
0: are you but do you think maybe the crow's trying to be like Batman? Nope. Because Batman existed before the Crow.
1: Yeah, but Batman—that was a different Batman before. Yeah,
0: Batman. but I'm sure Batman's been kind of gothicy before.
1: I mean, I just think this one like had the most vibes of that, like the darkest vibes, and then he's got like the eyeliner running down his face, to remind me of the Crow. So
0: it's, but I really think this movie could have been something else if it was rated R. Did you get yeah. the vibe that it had to hold back a bit?
1: Yeah, that is true. Yeah. It's because that's what sucks about superhero moves, too, because they like want to appeal to like bigger audiences. So, pretty much, a lot of them are PG 13, and it's you know, but if you're gonna, yeah, so yeah, Yeah,
0: like when when the Riddler's like plan comes to fruition, like towards the end of the movie, I was like, wow, this could be really like crazy, but it kind of feels like it holds back, yeah. I don't like that, but what did you think of the look of the Riddler? Because I don't think th- I don't think he's based off of any version of the Riddler in the comics. I
1: mean, he looks—he's like just a dude with a black mask on.
0: It's like greenish, I would say. Greenish? Yeah. It's black. Um. It's like an army mask.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can't really—I don't even know what the ri- I can't even. I don't know what the Riddler in comic books even looks like.
0: There's so know. many different versions of him. <laughs> I mean,
1: I think I could kind of picture Jim Carrey's version, even though I've oh, never God. seen that. Isn't it like goofy? Look like yeah. real? Like super? He has
0: like red, like bright red hair.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could picture that. That's what I kind of think of. But, um, I don't know. I think it was fu- it, it reminded me more of a horror movie with his his getup how he's like just completely disguised so i thought that was
0: yeah it's kind of weird once you see what he really looks like though
1: yeah and because he's like dorky look he looks like scrawny
0: almost i thought he looked like jeremy
1: yeah well everyone's like just because i'm
0: the first person to say that
1: no not that i'm saying everyone like sees some dude with like bad hair and glasses and they're like oh my god that looks like jeremy it's true though That'd be like if I saw a dude that looks like you with bad hair and, like, some of the beard. And I'd be like, wow, that looks like my buddy.
0: (laughs) Um, Okay, so, uh, I mean, I I like the movie. I don't think it's any... I like The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises better. Um, But I'd probably put it third. Um, Now, I do think that it's a tad bit too long. Like if it was two and it it was like two and a half hours, I think it would have been more digestible.
1: That's my thing. It's just I'm never gonna lay down and be like, oh, I feel like spending three hours watching this Batman move again. Like that really is just like a one and done in the theater for me. So it doesn't have rewatchability.
0: What G- would you rate it?
1: I mean, I thought it was like a well made move. But like my personal enjoyment kind of factors in, so I would fall into like the seven category probably.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Um, I gave it an eight. I see. Um, okay, so uh, I do have a couple of screeners that I need to get to. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> you can use me. Why you do I use you? You don't even want to pod today. You just wanna get these reviews out of the way.
0: <laughs> How do you know?
1: Because you just laid that on. You didn't even tell me you were going to do this.
0: Oh, you didn't ask.
1: Oh, okay, dude. I'm going to go, like, have dinner or something.
0: Hold like, on. I, I want to talk to you about them. Oh. Okay. So the first two that I have here, I just posted YouTube videos of these two. Um, they are from 88 Films, the Shaw Brothers collection. And as you know, buddy, one day these Kung Fu moves will be your Kung Fu moves. No. <laughs> um so yeah we have 288 films releases um one is called the shaolin mantis and the other is monkey kung fu so these are hong kong flicks from the late 70s uh let's start with shaolin mantis so shaolin mantis 1978 i'll be quick with these because i know like people prefer horror stuff um, this one is actually really interesting. It follows a young man who is hired by an emperor to infiltrate a clan of rebel- rebellious um, Ming loyalists. Which it, it, the thing about a lot of these um, kung fu flicks, Carly? What? What? The thing about a lot of these kung fu flicks is it's usually like rival factions or clans that are like at odds with each other, and it usually has to do with that. Um, I don't know, like, the real history of it, if there is any, but, um, so, he basically, uh, infiltrates this other clan uh, wait, by- Wait, are you gonna,
1: are you gonna just go Carly, like, to make sure I'm paying attention? Yeah, 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 yeah. No!
0: <laughs> yeah, so, um, he basically gets a, uh, a, a job, I guess, uh, teaching the clan leader's granddaughter, um, and I don't remember what he really needs to do there, he needs to infiltrate and get, like, a list of names or something, it really doesn't matter, it's a MacGuffin. Um, but he ends up falling in love with the daughter, the granddaughter. And the emperor ends up finding out he's a spy and basically tells him, you have to marry my granddaughter and never leave this oh, land. Oh, funny, that
1: song was by Nirvana
0: and the Batman. Oh, cool. Okay, go on. Um, <laughs> you You have to marry my granddaughter and never leave this land or you will be killed. So he's got this huge dilemma because if he doesn't succeed on this mission his family is going to be killed by the emperor but if he leaves and continues this mission then he loses the love of his life um and then there's like tons of kung fu scenes throughout uh that's what these movies are long scenes of kung fu stuff it's really fun i, I love uh, remember um uh, samurai 400 verse one
1: <laughs> yeah
0: it's nothing like that <laughs> this is way better um just really fun um martial arts scenes um the grandfather is sort of like the big bad and you also have like the uncles who are also martial arts so he has to like go through everybody um, and yeah it's uh kind of a little bit different of a kung fu flick based on the special features i haven't seen it done so i don't know but according to the special features Um, it sounds like that this film is a little bit different, um, from what you were getting at the time. Uh, so the special features here, there's an audio commentary with, um, some Asian cinema experts. Those are always good. Um, another commentary with a different Asian cinema expert. And then, um, this one was a pretty cool, um, interview here. It's called complicated families and it's, uh, somebody named david west on the film shall and mantis and he kind of goes through the history of um like the family dynamic in kung fu flicks and sort of like how this one is different from uh the films that had come out before it's a very good um special feature for someone who's not really into these films because it kind of puts perspective on like the genre as a whole so i really really enjoyed Uh, That special feature. And that is the Shallon Mantis 1978 um, from 88 films. Uh, And then the Kung Fu Monkey. I'll be a little bit briefer on this one. Uh, This one follows a man who is sent to prison. um, And he basically escapes uh, with another prisoner who he's shackled to. And then there is also um, a, a, a gang leader and his henchmen who are out to stop him. Um, because of something that he got in the uh from this old man in prison so uh this one i think is like a comedy more so uh where the first film the the shallon mantis was a sort of uh almost like more dramatic right carly yeah yeah uh (laughs) So, um, this one has like tons of fun scenes in it. So like when this guy first gets into the prison area, there's like this chair and everybody's like, Oh, don't sit on this guy's chair. You know, he, he doesn't like when people sit on his chair and he's like, F that I'll sit on whoever's chair. I want to. And he, um, sits on this chair and there's this old dude with like, um, like <laughs> the, 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 the like gray hair. Um, uh, and he has like one eye. And there's this big fight scene with this chair and it's really awesome. And that's the thing about these Kung Fu movies is a lot of the times, Carly, um, because like Kung Fu and these martial arts are knowledge based, elders usually have the superior technique because they've had more time to refine it. It's not like real life where like old people get their ass kicked typically um it's like they're more they have more wisdom and so they're badasses in these movies which is fun because you got these old ass dudes who are whooping these young dudes ass um there's a a great scene with the chain when they're connected to the chain and they're they're fighting each other and they're fighting each other but they can't get away from each other because there's a like 10 foot chain in between them uh they find a blacksmith they try to get him to release them from the chain and he won't because he's a stand-up citizen so they're like fighting him and they're trying to get him to hit the chain with the axe and stuff really fun stuff there um very very awesome uh kung fu flick very funny uh very much enjoyed it um good transfer on both of these um there's also a couple uh, an audio commentary on this one and an interview with the choreographer and that's the thing about these movies is the choreography is like insane um and the, the sound effects are really awesome too um but yeah both of these films actually come with a poster inside which um as you know buddy like if you ever uh move in if we ever become roommates um we could have kung fu posters hang up
1: what no <laughs> why we, we like whore hair moves
0: <laughs> why
1: um it's just like it's just like that's what we that's what we watch and those moves shall become my moves
0: All right, so I got two more quick ones. Um, So we got the uh, monster from Green Hell. This one is from Film Detective. Uh, Movie from the year 1957. This is a giant monster movie. Um, Classic monster movie stuff here. Um, So it's basically there's uh, this weird sort of monster in this one. Because it's supposed to be like a wasp, I believe. But it, it... it doesn't look like one at all um but it's has um this uh basically this atomic testing going on and um scientists are trying to understand the effects of the radiation on earth creatures um, they end up going to an area in africa known as the green hell where these giant wa- wasps have mutated into giant monsters i think they're regular wasps but they gi- mutate into giant monsters and yeah this one is pretty schlocky um the 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 wasps like honestly don't really <laughs> don't really look too good um they're very like they don't look like wasps they look like more like ants i would say um but the the weird thing about this one is like the end of the movie is in color which is is weird it's black and white and then the end is in color but i think um that's not normally the case with uh i don't know if that it's how it was released or they like did a different version of it um but yeah this one has a special feature uh with um a a retrospective on one of the actors by um a uh or sorry the one of the, uh, from the director uh by a film historian and then we have an essay by an author who uh is named Don Stradley and then a commentary by another author named Stephen R. Bessett. And this also includes the widescreen version and the full screen version. Um, it's it, I love these like 50s sci-fi monster movies. Like they're they're very. It's a very short movie. It's only 71 minutes. It it just starts. It just gets going. There's also like a weird love interest with like that. Which they always had these back in the day. Uh, in these 50s monster movies, there's there's a love interest going on. Um, but yeah, uh, I I I think this is like honestly one of the not so good ones but for history's sake it's worth watching so that is monster from green hell and then uh the last one we have here is deadly games from uh arrow video and this is have you seen this what is it deadly games
1: 1982 um no i don't think wait is this uh no that's road games no, I've never either way, I've never
0: seen it. It, it, it has it's like a, iconic because it has like a hand rolling bloody dice on the cover, um, like a board game. Uh, but yeah, it's it's not really about that. It kind of has that aspect to it. but the movie opens up with a um, woman who gets home, receives a very creepy phone call, and then proceeds to walk outside into the moonlight and take her top off um as you do i know you do that all the time
1: yes every night in fact i am running late
0: for that yeah um and it's like all moody and and the colors are good it feels like it's some argento movie or some sort of italian film you know you got this beautiful naked breasted woman outside and then a killer attacks her under the moonlight you're like damn this is gonna be awesome and then the movie like does not really follow that at all (laughs) so after that we have a um woman who shows up to town because that was her sister that was murdered in the beginning of the film and she ends up this is this is her hometown so she returns like she knows all kind of people there she um is friends with people um that she went to school with and stuff like that and then she becomes friends with this cop named roger um and a reclusive uh projectionist named billy played by steven Railsback. um and, but soon, like the killer is after her, and then there's like a couple a of other murders. Um, it's set up almost like a slasher film, like you would expect it to be a slasher film. But it's not really a slasher film. It's more of like a thriller. Um, I actually find it to be a little bit boring. Um, at least I did, until I watched uh, the commentary and watched the film a second time. And then they pointed out some stuff that I didn't really realize. And I was like, oh, this is actually... I thought it was just a boring, boring slasher, but it's actually not really a slasher and it's more of like this sort of highbrow um deeper movie than I was giving it credit for. Because what you have here is you have a uh sort of this relationship between two um people in this film that might actually be a homosexual relationship. But it's not really expressed directly. It's sort of like in the shadows. Um, and the commentary by the Hysteria Continues podcast actually talked about how this film might have directly inspired Kevin Williamson with Scream because of how um, the like reveal is like not not saying that the reveal is like Scream, but just like what it's very. Like what happens in this film, uh, really doesn't happen in a lot of movies except for Scream. <laughs> um, so that's that was kind of interesting because I never really thought of that, and I was like, ah, wow, actually, I could kind of see that. Um, and then the whole like, um, there's like a lot of stuff that's different about this one. Like there's this um, theme of sort of um, open relationships or like swingers that really you don't see a lot in in movies from this time period and then this whole um board game is a monster like universal monster type board game and it's supposed to coincide with some of the killings or something at least that's what it says on the back of the arrow blu-ray i don't really think it does like i wish they would have played that up a little bit more and like incorporated the board game a little bit but it, it they really don't do that um and the i do know that the board game originally was supposed to be a monopoly board game which is funny because it's not um steven railsback also played um charles manson in the 1976 tv miniseries helter skelter which i think may have made my 76 list or it was really close i can't remember um but yeah uh this this is this is a movie that i think on first viewing if you're like looking for like a slasher because you look at the cover you feel like that's what it's going to be it really isn't that if you watch it more of like this thriller with sort of these um different sort of ideas thrown in there that you really didn't get at the time and you really look for them i think this movie's a lot funner like i enjoyed it a lot more on my watch with the commentary um so yeah The uh, special features uh, you have that commentary which I mentioned, and then an interview with uh, Jer Ray Mansfield, um, and then some interviews with the special effects and stunt coordinator. Um, All pretty good stuff. Uh, There's also reversible cover art, which is awesome. Cool slip cover. Uh, The original. Oh, sorry. The original cover art is better. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but the yeah, this movie. uh, I mean, I don't think. That it, it's too bad. Like it gets it gets a lot of heat and hate, but I actually think that it's more interesting now. Um, so that is Deadly Games from Arrow Video. What did you think of my reviews, buddy?
1: I'm tired.
0: Oh. Of me?
1: Uh, yeah. Oh. I mean, just like in general, and like it was like putting me to sleep a little bit.
0: Oh, okay. Um, so yes. <laughs> anyway um so i guess we should get into our featured review tonight and that is studio 666 which is a movie about the foo fighters it's like a documentary about how they made their last album yeah sure (laughs) what this really didn't happen no guy oh well then what the hell was this
1: this was <laughs> this was Dave Grohl wanting to make a move and dragging the Foo Fighters along to make said move and they're like all right Dave and
0: whatever you say.
1: Yeah, and so basically it's a made up premise where the actual Foo Fighters go
0: Yeah, like this is the actual Foo Fighters. Like they're all it's it's uh I believe it's a real band. Them.
1: What do you mean you believe? Yeah, it's a real band.
0: Yeah, it's like an independent sort of band from, like, the 90s or something. They're not no really guy. too well known. They
1: still were making music. What? They, dude, they what? sing that song that's like, I got another confession to make.
0: Is that <laughs> like My Dog Died Yesterday music?
1: Really? And it's just like the drummer from Nirvana is in the band. Well, she got to be in the Batman technically playing the drums because that song.
0: <laughs> I like uh, Nirvana. Okay, These guys yeah. are like Nirvana? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, sure. Well, what we'll, else do they sing? No, they're actually not like that. They sing that song it's like, <clears throat> hold on. There goes my hero, watch him
0: as he goes. There goes my hero. Oh I know my that song. I know that song, buddy. I, I thought you said this band, nobody knew who this band was. No, that's a popular did it. And
1: song. Then they sing that song, it's like, that song, it's like, ever long. you gotta stop. What did you see that meme that was going around? That was like, you gotta promise not to stop when I say when. And it showed Dave Grohl with the, Olive Garden and they're putting the cheese on his lad. No, I, di- I
0: didn't see
1: that. It's funny. You wouldn't get it though because you don't know that song. But it was funny. Um, and then they sing other songs too. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's you know, about they are trying to record their next album. They are struggling. Apparently Dave Grohl just makes all the music and those guys just stand around because he's the one having a creative block and they just do not. I wonder if that's like real life like they don't really (laughs) do anything else besides play the instruments when they're told to but so they uh you know need inspiration. They go to this house this like sort of kind of rundown but nice-ish house and uh it turns out to be haunted by like this demon and there's a lot of like evil dead type vibes kind of going on with it and um demon possession and dave Grohl's character basically gets possessed and um it's really bloody and it's a horror comedy like straight up uh probably more comedic than horror but actually no i mean i think the spooks in it are actually rather creepy like the scary things and those are done well and like i said there's a lot of blood so yeah i don't know what did you what did, did you like this movie
0: um yeah what was the name of that song That's like the one that's like There goes my hero
1: I think it's just called my hero It Why
0: Cause I, I, I know I heard that in a like movie Before but I'm trying to think what the movie is
1: I told you I'm, Well there's multiple movies that that song's probably in But um It's in not another teen movie Whenever he Oh
0: would've... that is what I'm thinking of It's like a comedy
1: not another teen
0: movie Yeah
1: Yeah he th- he throws like the football And that song starts playing and they're all like oh, And then he completely like blows it
0: Yeah it's also in the other guys
1: Yeah it's probably in a few Things
0: yeah. but... Oh and Varsity Blues Let's See. Oh that's why It was in Because uh, not another teen movie parody Is Varsity Blues
1: Oh so it was probably the same <laughs> That's funny I didn't yeah. know that
0: Um, so yeah, I actually thought this movie was fairly funny. Um, Mm -hmm. I thought, uh, um, uh, droll was very, what?
1: Ja not in this movie, buddy. No,
0: not droll. Droll.
1: Droll. Shut up!
0: David droll. He's like,
1: he's like, gotta finish fucking you with your skirt on. No, that guy's not in this movie, buddy.
0: Who, David Drew? No, Drew. I think you're thinking of a different guy.
1: No, I'm thinking of Drew. I'm
0: thinking about the lead singer of the Foo Fighters.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, David Drew.
0: Yeah, David Drew. Um, so what? Go, go on, just go. Come on. Uh, I think he's actually like really funny. Um, yeah, he, it does it works. really does feel like he wa- he's like like i could just picture him be like oh guys like we're gonna make this movie and it's gonna kind of be like the evil dead it's gonna it's gonna be so fun and everybody's like eh, yeah sure okay whatever And he's yeah. like oh and then there's gonna be this part and i'm gonna be like and i'm gonna <laughs> go nuts and then you're gonna be like what the hell is wrong with dave and then like i'm gonna be like turning into like a evil entity a demon and everybody's just like nodding their head like oh okay <laughs> yeah. like i could just picture him like really into it and nobody else really being that into it
1: yeah but they're all friends so they are like okay
0: yeah um i thought he was really funny and fun and there's like the, even like when they first go to the house and like um there's like that sound that, that like flash that keeps happening he's like what the <laughs> <heck is> that? <laughs> yeah like that's pretty funny um and then like whenever he's all like um like trying to describe what what is he describing like the sound or something yeah or like what's just, gonna happen and he's just going nuts like that's really funny he's like
1: first you're gonna be on the keyboards like <laughs> and <laughs> then you're gonna be like on the guitar like de, dar, de, dar. and then yeah he like just starts going insane and it's real funny yeah fun
0: gore. there's like a funny joke with like ranch and stuff and like this dude it's <laughs> called like fractured Bone fractures.
1: Bone fra- <laughs> Yeah, something like that. That
0: was pretty funny. Um, and then there's like all this sort of and and like the the demon stuff is fun too. I think for me, like the biggest problem with it was, can you take a guess? The ending. The third, the like final section of the movie just yeah it goes probably out
1: lasts 30 to twenty. <laughs> yeah,
0: twenty. Like to I 30 kept, minutes. it's one of those things where I kept thinking the movie was gonna end and then it doesn't, and you're like, ah. Oh.
1: Well, to me, it was kind of like, not necessarily I thought it was going to end, but I was like, okay, there's going to be a big something's going to happen. And I feel like it doesn't, I feel like the end, the climax of it doesn't really pay off to anything. It's kind of lame. So, and yeah, it kind of, it kind of loses, it just loses steam. It's like not as Perfect funny anymore. Perfect way to
0: describe it. It loses steam.
1: Yeah. Like, it's just like, okay, get on with it, <laughs> unfortunately. But I love the rest of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of I, I. I actually had a a much funner time for somebody like me who doesn't know anything about the Foo Fighters, um, except for they have a stupid name. um, (laughs) Remember when
1: when they get to the house and she's like, hi Dave, girl, I'm a big fan. And then she's like, hello, (laughs) Foo's. Stupid. (laughs) I used to think they were the food fighters when I was a
0: kid. Buddy, that's stupid.
1: Oh, buddy, I used to picture like a food fight in a cafeteria.
0: You're dumb. Oh. Um. But yeah. So, dude, you know what I forgot on the last episode? I didn't. I haven't put our. I didn't put our music in the background. Oh. Yeah.
1: Wow.
0: Hmm. I guess it has been a while.
1: <laughs> yeah. We forgot
0: um, the Potters. So, uh, yeah. I think that, like, for me, like, the worst part of it was just like how long it was. But oh, like I was saying, somebody who's not really. Um, into the Foo Fighters, I kind of got. I, they made it easy to understand and sort of like, like you kind of understood like who they are and stuff pretty easy. Like, no, I'm not saying like you become an expert from watching this movie, but you get the general gist of of the band, mm-hmm. which is cool because I I thought that it might alienate some people who weren't like fans of the Foo Fighters, you know? Because right, it, it's about them but uh i feel like anybody could watch this movie and have fun and and even learn a little bit about them and honestly respect the band a little bit more because you're like wow there's a lot of people in this band and they're uh kind of cool
1: yeah i um, had to after the movie was done i googled the band i was like is there really like what is there like six or seven of them i, I was like seven yeah and they they don't even like some of them don't even seem like they would like hang out and i was like is this yeah a really everybody cool band? looks
0: like real different like one dude looks like super old <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and he's yeah and then yeah and that because like i looked it up because obviously like the band man there's like jokes with the band managers and stuff and those weren't those were kind of just characters so i was like Is the whole band like legit the whole band and i was like holy crap it is
0: but yeah wasn't so. there a dude named like kruger or something Kr- krug <laughs> yeah krug yeah and i was like is that a nod to nightmare on elm street because he like his face like melts too <laughs>
1: Yeah, he gets compl- yeah, obliterated with fire hair or electricity.
0: Yeah. So. And then there's like the weird neighbor who's like
1: She's behind the <laughs> fence. They're like, We have to go talk to her. She's always behind the fence.
0: And and she like she's like, Oh, like I'm a singer or something I and she starts singing, it's like absolutely atrocious.
1: Yeah. And she keeps doing it.
0: It's funny. Yeah. And then she brings some
1: lemon squares or something.
0: Was it Lemon Squares? I can't even remember.
1: Yeah, I think, think yes. Yeah. Because I thought it was weird. I was like, oh, that's like
0: that's like two movies scream. this year that has Lemon Square references. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I want a Lemon Square. I've never had a Lemon Square. They're pretty good. Did they just take a lemon and cut it into a square?
1: Yes. No, buddy. It's like a pastry type
0: John. A pastry.
1: It's like a you know. Have you ever had a cherry square? It's just
0: like. How the hell are they cutting cherries into squares? They're so small.
1: It's not, it's like a, a pot, like not a pie, but you know, like, like apple a cherry pie. pie. No, it's not like, forget it. Just forget it.
0: <laughs> do you want, oh, do you want me to review more stuff? No! Oh.
1: What? I don't even get why you're doing it. Like, I can, it, my whole feed is just Double Shot J uploaded a vid, Double Shot J <laughs> uploaded a vid. Like, just watch your vids
0: watch my vids
1: yeah like well we all... get
0: like significantly way more viewers on this than i do on my channel
1: oh, i doubt it buddy
0: no like way more really yeah
1: okay oh,
0: um so anyway uh yeah i guess that's it what, what are you thinking in terms of rating on this bad boy
1: um i enjoyed it quite a bit let me i forget what i Give it here. What did I give it here? I gave it something here. I gave. I mean, I gave it a solid eight out of ten. I probably would have been higher if I liked the ending portion a little bit more. But up until that point, I was super into it and I had a lot of fun with it. And I would definitely buy it and watch it again.
0: Um, I gave it a seven out of ten. <laughs> um, it was a nice, fun movie. I don't think it's gonna make my list or anything. Um, and it's mainly because I think, like, the ending was a bit, um, crazy. Um, but anyway, why don't you take us out of here, and, uh, we'll guys see you next time.
1: What? I don't take us out. Hello? Oh, uh, he left. Okay, um, thanks guys for listening to His and Hers Podic. Um, if, if, it, uh, if you want to, like, join our Facebook page, you can. Um, it's, like, His and Hers Podcast on facebook uh you could join that group if you would like and then we had a chan we have a channel it's like his and hers podcast uh channel um on youtube but we don't really upload many vids and i've fallen behind on uploading the pod there um and oh god what else we uh that's that's like really about it we just kind of mess around i mean i have slumber party massacre podcast and then jpeg has 22 shots of moods and horror podcast if you want to listen to those too okay everybody bye